Welcome to the HBK High Performance Podcast with Michael B. Ross, a podcast designed to help leaders develop the character, skills, and passion needed to lead fulfilled and impactful lives. Here's Michael. Well, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. This is Michael B. Ross, and I would like to welcome you to the HBK High Performance Podcast. I hope that the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in your life, and I hope all your dreams are coming true. Before we get started today, as I always like to mention, if you hear one good thought, one good phrase, one good quote, or one good idea from this podcast, I would like to ask you to put that thought, phrase, idea, or quote into absolute immediate action. It is the application of our education that makes the biggest difference in our world. I do not want you to be one of those people who look back on their life with regret. The research shows that almost 90% of people look back on their life with significant regret. And the number one regret of those who are dying is, I did not live a life true to who I knew I should be. I instead live my life based on the expectations of others. What I want for you is to act when you are compelled so you don't look back on your life with that regret. Today we're going to be talking about identifying your identity and the importance of that in your life, leadership, business, and personal development. Before we do that, however, let's take a moment and hear a word from our sponsors. Forever Lawn is the premier artificial grass company in the world, and they are looking for dealers near you. If you're an entrepreneur, business owner, or investor looking for a great opportunity in a thriving market, then Forever Lawn is a great fit for you. Visit www.foreverlawn.com and click on the Business Opportunities page today for more information. Okay, so I wanted to share a quick story with you about when I was a young man. A group and I decided to blaze a new trail in the woods and to build a tree fort. So this area of the woods near my house did not have any pathways on it whatsoever. So we went in and we kind of got into our dad's tool shed, so to speak, and we grabbed machetes and tools and whatever we could because we wanted to carve out our own path in the woods. And so we did just that. We went in and started chopping and hacking and threshing and doing whatever we had to do to get rid of whatever stood in our way to create a path in the woods. And so we did that. We, we gathered wood and built a trail in the woods, and then we started to build a tree fort. And we took wood from places we probably shouldn't have, and we took wood from places we were allowed to as well. But we grabbed nails, and we grabbed hammers, and we grabbed saws, and we got into the woods, and we started to build this tree fort. Before you know it, tree fort was done, and we had a great little spot to go and hang out. You know, we rode our bikes into the woods and, and had that trail blazed out. So when we first blazed the trail, sometimes when we went to the woods, it was hard to remember exactly where the path started. Once we got on the path, however, we, we easily found our way through our path into the woods, and, and then we found our way to the tree fort. But after a little while... We didn't even think about where the entrance was because we had gone down it so many times that summer that we just subconsciously, we'd be walking together, and before you know it, we'd hit the woods and just walk down, talk, and goof off and laugh. We didn't think about the pathway to the woods anymore. We just walked down it subconsciously. 
And then years later, this was about 20 years after the fact, I was returning from the military, and I was reminiscing about my childhood, and I decided I was going to go to my old neighborhood and go see the old tree fort. So I drove to the woods, and I looked for the old path, but two things happened. First, I couldn't remember where the path began. And second, the weeds had grown back because no one had walked down the path we had created in years. After looking for a while, I found a different entrance to our old fort. So the place that we had originally walked down was now blocked off. I had to find a different way, so I had to blaze a new trail. And so I found a different entrance, and then, much to my chagrin, somebody had torn down our old fort, and the wood was lying on the ground covered by moss and leaves. And, you know, unless you really knew that there was a fort there at one point in time, you wouldn't know to kick things around a little bit and look at it. But the point of that story is to say our minds are a lot like our path into the woods, into into the woods that I was talking about there. The more we go down certain paths in our minds, the easier it is for us to go on them again. In fact, we go down most pathways without thinking. Our mental pathways form our beliefs about ourselves. So when it comes to our identity, we form our beliefs about ourselves, and then, as Albert Walters once said, he said, either your actions will change to fit your beliefs, or your beliefs will change to fit your actions. So, our identity is one of the most important things in our lives, because with what we identify is what we act upon. So, if I identify myself as a fan of a certain sports team, for instance, my actions will follow through with that. I'll buy their sports apparel. I will go to their sports website. I will root for them and know what time their games start. And so my actions will follow through with that which I identify. The same is true with us as a person. However we identify ourselves and how we identify ourselves is how we will act. Remember that what you believe about yourself, you will follow with action. When you attempt, however, to act outside of your normal behavior, either your actions are stifled by old beliefs or new beliefs will be created. So if you believe or if you have believed that you are worthless and nothing that you do matters in life, you may not be living up to your full potential. You may not be living a healthy lifestyle, expanding your knowledge, or sharing your gifts with others. When you take a different course of action, you can create new beliefs about yourself. Belief in yourself is vital. Faith, trust, assurance, and confidence in who we are and our abilities gives us the strength we need to overcome life's obstacles. Now, here's a very, very important quote when it comes to identity. You can succeed if others do not believe in you. But you cannot succeed if you do not believe in yourself. So if you do not believe in who you really are, which I want to tell you, each one of you listening to this right now, your identity is you are a masterpiece. Now, I'm not saying that haphazardly. You are a human being 
which means you are the highest of all created things. You are the highest value of all created things. You have the ability to think. You have the ability to change. You have the ability to reason. You have the ability to communicate. You have the ability to go further, faster than any other creation out there. So your identity in general is you are an absolute masterpiece. And you also have the ability to create. Think about this. There's no other creation besides human beings that have the ability to create outside of their normal patterns. What do I mean by that? Beavers create dams. Deers can't cross over and create dams. Lions don't create dams. Beavers create dams. Lions hunt. Lions roar. Beavers don't hunt. Beavers don't roar. That is something lions do. So in the normal patterns of other created beings, they have a set structure of what they can create in. But I can tell you what human beings can do. Human beings can create dams. Human beings can hunt. Human beings can roar if they want to roar. So out of all the created beings, we can cross over and create and become and change and move. So human beings in general have the highest value in all creation. Not that these other aspects of creation aren't valuable, but we have the highest value in all creation. But if a human being in their belief system, in what they identify with as a person and who they identify themselves as, do not see themselves as a masterpiece, if they see themselves as a pile of rubbish, if they see themselves as not as good as someone else, or if they live in fear, believing that nothing good can ever happen to them, they will follow through with action. It's crazy for successful people to look at unsuccessful people because successful people will look at unsuccessful people and they don't understand why an unsuccessful person is unsuccessful. But if you really back up and you think about the difference between success and failure, it is generally brought down to a person's identity. Because a person's identity forms their values, which forms their behaviors, which forms their habits, which creates their environment. So if anybody wants to do more in life, they have to become more of who they are in their personal identity. Here's something very beautiful I want to tell all of you right now. It's very important that you get this, that you really understand who you are. It's one of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves is to really know who we are. Self-awareness, understanding our gifts, our talents, and our abilities, also understanding those things we're not as good in so that we can delegate our weaknesses to other people. But here is why it is so important that you identify and really identify your identities. Because this, I cannot be a better version of you than you can be. 
You cannot be a better version of me than I can be. We get so wrapped up in society and competition and trying to beat each other that we lose the creative bent in which we were created to give the world. I should not compete with anybody else. Instead, I should compete with trying to bring out the best of who I am in every situation. Now, in a competitive environment, meaning a game, a sport, a competition, that could mean I might win the competition. But to be a winner in life, what I need to do is identify who I am and bring that out. And whether or not I win in a competition, in a set competition or not, does not determine whether or not I'm a winner. It just means I won or lost in a competitive setting. It does not say anything about my identity, whether or not I win in a sport, in a competition, in a game. What I really need to do is focus in bringing out the best in my identity and unraveling everything that tries to hinder bringing out the best of who I am. And when I do that, what you'll tend to see is a person who is fulfilled and creative. And when you see people who are creative and fulfilled, typically when they are in a competitive setting, they typically win. If you find somebody in your life who is ultra competitive and they feel like they have to win at all costs, maybe they do in a competitive setting, they do win. But what you'll find is that person typically does not know who the heck they are because what they identify with is whether or not they win or lose in a competition or a competitive setting. Not who they really are, but they identify with if they have any value based upon if they win or lose. I know this can be a very broad topic. I'm sorry if I'm confusing you a bit. I just want to be clear that identity is the most important thing that you can find as a person to find a fulfilled and impactful life. You must identify and know who you are because you can either change your beliefs to fit your actions or your actions will change to fit your beliefs. You can set up some disciplines in your life that will help you become successful, but I promise you this, if you don't identify your identity and you're not clear about that, those behaviors or those actions that you change for a period of time will always go back to the actions that fit what you believe about yourself, period. This is why people lose weight and gain it all back. And they lose weight and they gain it all back. And they lose weight and they gain it all back. It's because they do not identify as a healthy, fit person. They identify as an overweight, out of control, overindulgent person. It's not the behavior or the actions a lot of the times that are their problem, it's the belief that is fitting the action. This has to do with people in general. I'm talking leadership. Why are there so many bad leaders out in the world? It has nothing to do, a lot of the times, with their 
action, as far as they're trying their best in action to do the best they possibly can, it's what they identify, it's how they identify themselves. It's their identity that's the problem. They do not see themselves as a great leader. They do not believe they have the ability to be a great leader. Therefore, their actions follow their beliefs. And again, there can be certain periods of time where somebody fixes it to try to fit a mold they believe they should fit in, ultimately, but it isn't deeply embedded in their heart. So when I coach people, the biggest thing I go after, I ask the really broad questions. Who are you? Who are you? Where do you identify your identity? How do you identify your identity? What is your identity? Who are you? And if you don't know the answer to that, or if you give some haphazard thought about that, chances are there's some deeply embedded beliefs about yourself that are not healthy. So I want to challenge you today. Please identify your identity. Be clear about who you are because either your actions will change to fit your beliefs or your beliefs will change to fit your actions. You can succeed if others do not believe in you, but you cannot succeed if you do not believe in yourself. And at the end of the day, what most people do, as I talk about in the beginning of this podcast, almost every time, the number one regret of the dying is I did not live a life true to who I knew I should be. I instead live my life based on the expectations of others. Why do people do that? It's because they don't know who they are. They base their identity on what other people think. And I want to tell you something. People don't think about you very much. They don't. And so if you base your identity on what other people think about you, you're going to be going in circles. You are going to be spinning like a tornado and you will never be satisfied or fulfilled or impactful. So I hope this was beneficial to you today. Just to raise some awareness, this wasn't an action podcast as much as it was, as I want you to turn up the volume in your head and in your heart to clearly identify your identity so that you aren't tossed to and fro with every wind and doctrine that comes your way and you're not identifying yourself with things external, but you're clear about your identity internally. I hope this was beneficial to you today, and I look forward to talking to you next time on the HBK High Performance Podcast. Be sure to take immediate action on the ideas that compelled you from today's podcast. For information about the courses, resources, and services available from HBK High Performance, visit hbkln.com.